Hello, and welcome to Improvise Music in Kingston, a podcast that explores the thoughts and music of a group of local musicians who are situated across various genres and who all incorporate improvisation as part of their practice. I'm your host, Paul Clifford. In this episode, we explore the question, how do improvisers understand success in improvisation? I asked the group members to describe how they evaluate the quality of their improvisations, as well as how do they evaluate the quality of improvised music when they listen to others, both live and recorded. The music you hear was all recorded live and features all members of the group. Sounds like what you're talking about is structure in improvisation, and and um, yeah, if you don't have any structure, then maybe it it lacks a certain quality that um, is not as satisfying. And once you have the structure in place, then it gives you a foundation from which to grow on. But that still sounds like music, like good music. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess it, of course, depends on what you're going for, right? I mean, like if you're going for uh, something totally crazy, I think it, I think it, I think it's more, I think it's more difficult to make something totally crazy, well, mm-hmm. you know, like to do something well when it, that sounds totally off the wall. Yeah. Um, if it's it's harder to do that, you have to know what you're doing to be to be able to do that. Like when people say, "Oh, it's really difficult to draw like a child." I mean, like it takes years to study how to not how to not do what's You know, I, I'm, I think my, my improv for me is a means to an end. It, it's not the end. Uh, if I really like an improv, I will write it down and turn it into a composition. And what invariably happens is I, I, I hope anyway, I make it better. You know, I take that kernel and I work it around and, you know, make it make it work really well. If I was going to say anything about improv is that for me it is it is a late night um experience especially if you're in you know a pretty good mood and i'm fortunate now for for many years i haven't had anyone 
living in our home except for my wife and I can I can go to my piano at any time and and play it and uh, you know especially you know late at night you can have an improv uh, and I'll write down you know a few things I've never recorded them you know I think this is going to be great and it is great in my mind and then in the cold reality of the next day it's actually not so good <laughs> yeah. I think it often depends you know how much wine I've had and a few <laughs> other things but yeah. but but what sometimes happens though is I get a spark and it's that spark that I will turn into When I'm when I'm improvising over, pardon me, over standards or, or music with chord progressions, I want to make sure I'm, I'm inside the chords mm -hmm. appropriately, uh, but also inventive enough within that, mm -hmm. and also trying to have a sense of some kind of musical form. Mm. some kind of repetition some kind of form to the melody that i'm improvising that makes it musical other than just noodling yeah and that's a that's an interesting thing and and if i if i if i make myself concentrate on that i actually end up liking my solos better there's they're less notey there's less notes going on but there's more line going on and uh, that's a thing that I, if, if, if I can play over the changes and make a nice line that has some form to it, it's not too boring, it's not too repetitive, it's not too shreddy, it's not too repetitive. I'm, I am feeling, am I really connected 
to make that sound or expressing is it really connecting to my true myself or how I'm feeling at the moment you know no pretending no um, flirting flirting to the person who you are with you know to look myself good or you know not to prove myself how I am you know how good I am or how um, I guess authenticity genuine genuinity and de depending on depending on how I think my soul can tell if I did closer to my genuinity or not. So for me, if the improvisation almost seems to be breathing in some way, like it's somehow authentically expressing itself. Um, there's also a way in which you can start to build up a vocabulary and you can see if, you know, maybe you want, I mean, there's so many ways to look at it. So many ways to look at it. You know, it's a tough question. These are great questions and you could, could talk about it forever, which is great. I love those kind of questions. Um, but yeah, for me, it's got, it has to feel like it uh, evolved in some way within the piece mm. and that there's an energy contained within it, mm. you know? Would you say you use that same criteria that you, feel towards yourself when you listen or watch other improvising musicians? <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to, this is funny. Okay, so I try not to evaluate the quality of other people's improvisations. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, you know, my, the ideal, the ideal sure. me, I guess. Um, I'm not a critic. I'm an artist. Um People might argue, well, you have to be a critic to be an artist. But, mm. you know, ultimately, as an artist, I'm looking for inspiration. It's almost difficult to really hear other people's music sometimes. 
because I can't stop working. Like for instance, when I read a novel like Prost in Search of Lost Time, I'm constantly launching off into my own thoughts and creativity because I find it so inspiring. So in essence, I'm improvising while listening. Um, mm-hmm. This is something that through, you know, throughout a life in music, I've gradually turned into this kind of person that can, that almost has trouble hearing stuff. You know, I mean, there's so many ways to come to somebody else's piece and be available for it. Um, Maybe there's good days where I can hear the whole thing and, and I can appreciate it. Um, that it's not necessarily part of me, <laughs> but often I find the listening the listening experience really active, and it's like I'm still, um, well, you know, like really great music makes me forget all about my music, and I can just appreciate that for what it is. I think I feel confident in my improvisations because I'm not expecting too much. Mm. Um, and the instrument, and I've, and I've had that limitation my whole life through playing an acoustic instrument, right? That I can't project like crazy. Um, and a lot of uh, fiddle music included open tunings and, and, and specific resonances so that they could fill a room with sound right um so for me as a multi-instrumentalist i've played cello i play guitar bass now picking up banjo i'm like i want to know the technique to the best of my ability i want to stay relaxed always um and i want to bring out the best quality of the instrument in the room that's so like the quality of the improvisation is not always up to me. I'm a factor, but all these other things are play an important role. Um, so I think like improvised music is not always about yourself, <laughs> maybe. So I, I think that's that's one thing I, I, I like to... I, I So I listen to it and I I sort of feel the feelings that it makes me feel. And I think the thoughts that it makes me think and music, like when it's really good, when I am going to call it good, or if I'm going to say, I like it, that means it like transported me. It had an impact on me in the moment that I was experiencing it. And it took me somewhere else. And it kind of like made me feel that feeling of flight that I was describing earlier, where you're just kind of free and, 
it's um, it's an auditory sensation, so it's a physical body experience, um, and it's like a mental and emotional experience because it can make old feelings come up, it can make new feelings come up, and um, it's like a full body somatic experience or something. Like if music makes me feel that way, then it's good. If it's improvised, then that's good improvisation. If it's not, it's still good. And I that feel like. Because I've had that feeling my whole life, like no amount of training, no amount of it. You don't, anyone at any age in their life can feel that, I think. Mm-hmm. And my son is like, he's practically two. And I know when he likes music, you know, like it's, it's really, it's really bodily. And he doesn't have the words to describe it yet. But, and so I, I, I bring that approach to it. I bring that approach of childlike curiosity. Um, to listening to and evaluating like music and, and deciding on whether or not I, I like it, deciding on whether or not it moves me. If it moves me in some way, I like it. If it didn't move me, I might say, oh, it's good. But when I know it's good, Did I serve the music really, you know, did it feel like I was able to, um, uh, able to kind of stay with, um, you know, stay with my pals and, and other musicians, stay with them and also inspire and, and kind of like, you know, create really like, feel like I was able to serve the, what we were creating and um, follow it. Um, yeah, I don't know, to something that feels like, um, yeah, feels good, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, I think also there's like a feeling of, um, do I have enough patience? I think that's like a, a big, a big thing. Cause, um, and that was a lot of what, you know, we were learning in, in fourth year with Christine was just like, you know, just wait, like learn how to wait and not feel like you have to say everything you have to say all at once, or even feel like you have anything to say at all. And just like listening listen to the music, listen to what's coming up and respond to that in something with something authentic. And so I think mostly it's just like, yeah, I evaluated and being like, oh, that's me trying to play this one thing that I'm feeling excited about or whatever. It's like, where does like the, yeah, if I came at it authentically and, you know, not,
In terms of being able to blend with a contemporary uh, sound, like if I'm if I'm improvising on my own, and you were to say just make something up, uh, I would evaluate it as not particularly harmonically sophisticated or technically sophisticated, but uh, rhythmically sound, uh, rhythm and flow and phrasing and dynamics and texture and uh, melody and counter melody and uh, a, a diversity of ideas are all contained in my improvisation. And I would evaluate those particular aspects simply because I have you know, quite a few decades of experience doing this now. Uh, I, would, I would evaluate that as at a higher level. And in terms of, uh, well, you know, like I said, the other things, like the, the uh, jazz harmonic language and the, uh, you know, uh, technique, pianistic technique uh, of, you know, epic runs and chords. It kind of comes back to like, here's a good thing, or a good example. When I would record music, uh, record my own music, record music with other people, for other people on their projects, and it comes to my solo and I solo, a lot of times after I, you know, during the recording session and you listen back, I'm not, I, I think it sounds bad. I think I played poorly. You know, I'm just, and but again, you know, it comes down to what are my expectations? What's my ego saying about how it should sound? Sound? Am I keeping up with the other people? Am I letting them down? You know, it's I, it's really easy to get down on yourself when you have the expectation of wanting to be as play as best as you can and do as best as you can and everything. Um, but then I'll find I'll listen to that same recording a year later, and the 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 ego's gone, or or I just have a new fresh ears, and I or I don't care. You know, I, I, I just, I mean, whatever it is, and I listen to it and I go, you know, that wasn't terrible. In fact, I kind of like that part and that part there. So, again, the context that you evaluate things within kind of has, a, has a, an effect, a bias for me when I'm evaluating my own playing. And so I try to get away from that. And I really do, <clears throat> it's, you know, it's a bit of a teeter-totter. I try to not judge what I'm playing when I'm playing it at all. But... 
you also that doesn't mean you abandon you know professionalism musicianship mm-hmm. you know you, you want to do things to the best of your ability so you know but but not <clears throat> in a judgmental way you know judgmental is the wrong word really at the end of the day because you you have to judge what you're doing Ju- judging is not but you try not to be judgmental you try not to have uh, an assumption or a negative expectation or honestly even a positive expectation i don't want to i don't want to play and go wow i just played the greatest thing oh my goodness well, that was amazing you know that's not good either so it's it's not necessarily a negative or a positive it's it's almost like a blank slate mm-hmm. i try to keep a blank slate and that goes back to listening too because i might be playing my thing hey you know this is great <clears throat> But when I'm going, hey, this is great, that's the moment that I'm not listening to you anymore. Mm. That's the moment that I'm not listening to the band. So, you know, that, that, that immediate in-the-moment reflection of whatever I'm doing, I try, to get a, I try to get rid of that. Now, I might listen to the whole thing and go, I'm loving this. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You know, you can't help but sometimes just assess what's going on and go, am I fitting in? Is this what needs to happen? And, it's, you know, you don't really have to assess it. You just feel it. It just clicks. You know, yeah, this feels right. This feels right. There's, and I just love this when it happens, especially if there's a, a procession happening and, you know, the choir is supposed to be walking around the church and yet, you know, there's um, three, uh, uh, you've played three verses and the choir's not going to make it back in the fourth verse. So the, the organist just overshoots the mark yeah. and does a whole other verse, you know, with some pedal pedal points and, you know, just some few rehards and then a big tonic dominant pedal and then everything comes in. It's like, yes. This was just brilliant. It was absolutely good. And and the little bit of organ I've had is, is I've been stuck in situations where I've had to improvise, uh, where it's not planned out, where you just have to, to fill, <laughs> fill things in. Feeling 
like is that person you know that is that uh, does the person seem to be comfortable does that person seem to be content like happy comfortable or pleasant doing it what you're talking about seeing someone live yeah yeah like not conflicting with her or himself conflicting struggling I can um, notice in improvisation is that um, how much they, the, the, the player uh, dare to risk and to play something risky uh, that might not work but might come out very well. It, it might be melodic wise or speedy, speed wise or rhythmic wise. So, um, or um, so I think the element of risk risk taking i should say um and um also the the creative parts that what i'm hearing how much is is that the same thing that we all have heard in different recordings or different performances or it's something specific to that performers that is that is creating in that moment time fiddle tunes is they they're circular so you start here you go down through the a parts and you hit the b part and then you start the a part all over again so you could just go na 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 and it's the same every time but the trick that the old guys used to do and us still like people still do where you play it one time through and people go oh yeah i recognize that tune and then the next time you play it and you totally change it but it's still the the bones of the tune are still there mm -hmm. and the idea is that especially in the old days the trick was that you'd play it 
is kind of far out improvising why improvisationally far out as you as you could muster so that other people wouldn't be able to play your version of the tune so the job was to improvise something fresh and new and not do it the same every time so people would be be keen to keep listening as opposed to like oh he's playing arkansas traveler it's the same everywhere we go and every time he starts the a part again it's the same but like these guys would be doing this kind of thing and going what look over there and, and you know trying to keep your attention because the tune's going Thank you for listening to Improvised Music in Kingston. In this episode, we explored how do improvisers understand success in improvisation. In our next episode, we will explore the question, how do participants understand their musician identities? For more information about the project, the group members, and to listen to the complete set of musical recordings, please visit the project website at paulclifford.ca slash I am IK.